Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Radio Islam International. It is Habib Bobat reporting from Syria and Turkey. And alhamdulillah, I'm part of the South Africa or the Jamiatul Ulama South Africa relief team that is on the ground at the moment. And alhamdulillah, today we had conducted a number of site visits uh, in Turkey and also on the Syrian front. We had visited the campsites where people are settled. Uh, so what is happening is that the stadiums and the parks within the towns are converted into campsites. And quite amazing is that it is very, very well organized. They've got high quality tents. They've got electricity, temporary shelters for these people. And they've got a soup kitchen running with hot meals provided throughout the day for the people. Together with that, they've got other necessities like your nan, nappies, uh, food parcels and hampers and all that that is prepared, uh, blankets and all this. Alhamdulillah, it is so good to see that people coming together and working together for the greater good of the ummah. So we had witnessed the Turks, the Turkish families, as well as the Syrians that are uh, internal, internally displaced and now living under temporary structures uh, in the tent city, tent-like setup. If I may put it for you, in simple terms, it's like Mina. But Mina, the tents are much more uh, uh, much more of a higher quality. Here they are looking at a different quality of tents, but still very, very good, mashallah. And that is the current setup here in Syria as well as in Turkey. Uh, Malala Bilal, today we want to focus on the positivity. We have covered a lot of carnage. We have covered destruction. We have covered the shattered souls that we have uh, interviewed. But today, we want to convey the positive stories also that we've picked up on the ground, Marana. Yes, Jazakallah, Marana. Uh, you know, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned hadith, a riwayah which has been quoted by Imam Tirmidhi, Rahimahullah, where Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, إِذَا فَسَدَ أَهْلُ الشَّامِ فَلَا خَيْرَ فِيكُمْ That if the people of Sham, if they become corrupted, and there is no good left in this ummah. And we had a unique incident uh, on our visit to the village of Jinderis. If anybody has been following the, the news in Syria, then uh, Jinderis is one of the those little towns that have been worse affected by the recent earthquake. So we were walking down the street amidst rubble on either side, and we noticed this middle-aged man sitting on the side of the road. He had a mattress and uh, a little bit of food next to him. So we approached him, we greeted him, and he uh, his name would remain in my mind for a very long time. His name was Abu Abdullah. And Abu Abdullah narrates his story. And he starts ex- explaining to us what had unfolded at the time of the earthquake. So he said it was about 4, 4.30 in the, in, in the morning and the earthquake struck immediately when he, ex- he experienced the first shudder he grabbed his 7 month old child he took his wife and they came down uh, 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 from, the ho- uh, from the first staircase outside the house climbed down the first flight of stairs the second flight of stairs by the time they came to the third flight of stairs Qadr Allah the entire house crumbled behind them in that frenzy uh, he was. They were able to escape from the house itself, 
But he says he started now counting and seeing that his all all his family members are alive and safe, and he realized that his two sons and his mother are not there. His son, the elder one, his name was his name is Abdullah. The second one, his name is Omar. So they begin the search now. It's the dark of night. It's raining. It's pouring. And they start searching with great amount of difficulty, looking in the rubble to find Abdullah, Omar, and his mother. And after almost 14 hours of searching, they managed to locate these three individuals safe, well, and alive. So Abu Abdullah narrates to us an incident that transpired between his mother, the grandmother, and the two young boys. And he says that when he asked them, how did you spend this 14 hours? They told him that, no, we were comforting one another. And the mother narrates an incident. She says that during that moment, Abdullah asked me that it is the time for salah. How do I perform salah in this condition? Subhanallah. And the grandmother tells Abdullah that perform salah in whichever condition you are. Just however you are, just perform salah. You know, when, when Abu Abdullah narrated this incident to us, it struck a shiver down our spine. Imagine a young boy, probably not even at the age of bulugh, but he's so concerned about the time of salah. It is raining, he's under rubble, in dust, in darkness. But the importance of the injunction of salah is something that crosses his mind at that time. Subhanallah. This is the land of Sham. This is the land of the Anbiya Ali Musalatu Wasalam. And this is the khayrat Rasulullah speaks about. That so long as there is goodness in this part of the world, then there is a sign of hope and there is a sign of goodness that still remains in the Ummah. Yes, there are so many, so many such stories. And Abu Abdullah's story is so unique. He was sitting across on the other side of the road and he's looking at his house and his apartment in total ruins. And we asked him that, why are you still here? And he says that I'm hopeful, that hopefully I can retrieve something from within this place. And I'm waiting for somebody to come and excavate and remove this rubble from here so that I can get access to some of my belongings and salvage whatever I can. This is a man who owned the property, but when we found him, he looked like the vagrant sitting on the side of the street. Wallahi, you would not say that this is the man and the owner of the same apartment. And when we met him, the first thing he said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. And we said to him, we are from South Africa, we are here to just just do some assessment on the ground and provide comfort to the victims. And he said, Al-Mu'min wa akhul mu'min. A brother, a Muslim is a brother to another Muslim. And those words, you know, left me in, in, in tears and, and just in deep thought as to how strong these people's iman is and where they, their gaze is even in such circumstances. As Mulana Bilal mentioned, 
that on that day it was pouring there was an earthquake and it was bitter cold they had managed to come out of that area but he was still left with the balance of his family under rubble uh, you can just imagine what those that particular household went through on that day but the positivity and the connection with iman and and the attachment to salah wallahi is such a unique thing he was telling us that the night before the tremor he was sitting with his kids and he's telling them upon uh, telling them the importance of tawhid the oneness of allah and he's telling them about the importance of salah and his his son is even jokingly saying that uh, daddy why are you stressing about salah i did 12 rakats of salah in the day for which allah has promised me jannah so th- this was the discussion of this family and this household the night before the tremor wallahi there's so much for us to learn from all of this you've seen footage and videos coming out on social media where a lady refused to come out until she was not given her head gear the hijab you've seen the footage and the video of a man coming out reciting the verse la yukallifu allah nafsan illa wusaha you've seen the footage of a young girl when she was been rescued she said assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah when you see all of this you see the resilience of iman and just today as we were preparing to record for this particular segment we saw they discovered another person alive 202 hours later wallahi we've seen a lot we've seen a lot we've seen trauma we've seen sadness we've seen heartaches and we've also seen a lot of positivity there's so much of khair in the ummah still left manana definitely manana i think what what brought a lot of glimmer of hope to us today was when we met and we had an opportunity to interact with the young kids uh, in one of these makeshift tents makeshift camps at least uh, where some of the aid workers were trying to to play with them and to cheer them up in order to get their minds off from the emotional distress that, that they are going through alhamdulillah when you share a little bit uh, a, a small sweet a balloon something that we may consider to be insignificant but the smile and the joy that it brings to these faces subhanallah uh, it, it leaves you with hope it is difficult as the situation may be inshallah there is always khair there is always goodness in the decision of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as a mu'min we are always hopeful for the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala under every circumstance may allah bless us all amin ya rabbal alamin and look out for our socials as we will be posting the story of abu abdullah to see the actual context of what we are speaking about assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh habib bobat reporting for radio islam from Syria and Turkey.